Hey, good morning. Welcome to the program. I'm Emilio Desperado, and this is your show all about real estate. We're going to be covering what you need to know in today's market. You know, there's a ton of information out there on Google, on the news, all over social media. Everybody knows one or 10 or 15 realtors, it seems. So we're going to go ahead and cover the timely balance truths here of the Rhode Island real estate market. We got some great guests on with us today. And, uh, you know, if this is the first time tuning in, I want you to know that I'm a resource for you here in the Rhode Island market. My team also covers Massachusetts and Connecticut as well. And we've got a global network here at our brokerage, Engel and & Volkers, and we can literally help you pretty much anywhere in the world. So jot down my number. I'm here to answer any questions you have in regards to real estate, 401-359-2338. Feel free to text me, call me, or if there's a topic that you want us to cover on here too, we can do that as well. Right. So we're going to get into uh, the current market conditions. Now, look, the, the mortgage rates change every single day. Things that affect mortgage rates change every single day. But all you hear is negative talk about mortgage rates are high. Oh, no. Now's not the time to buy. Today, I'm going to talk about a demographic, a group, two groups that are going in and winning and doing very, very well in today's market, okay? You have to know how to play the real estate market the same way you would basically the stock market or anything else. You got to know how to play chess, right? There's no such thing as a blanket statement, now is good, now is bad. And that always, always, always blows my mind, right? When people do that. So today I'm primarily talking to Generation X and baby boomers, okay? And the reason being is that Generation X and baby boomers have owned their principal residence for many, many years, sometimes three, five, 10 years, and they've built up a substantial amount of equity. Even if, even if you're listening, you're like, well, you know, I've only owned my house for two years. I can almost guarantee you if you are a Gen X, even the older millennials, but Gen X, and baby boomers that you probably put a substantial down payment on your home, okay? Say you put 20, 30% down on your home and the market has only escalated since you purchased, right? I mean, my average my average client probably has between 250 and 300,000 uh, of equity in their four, $450,000 home, right? So that's a good, good chunk. So here's the deal, right? Interest rates for some people are seven and a half to eight. It all depends on where you're coming in. And again, this can change. It could change by the time this thing airs, by the time this is out. Um, but those rates uh, being what they are, are a good thing for you right now. Here's why. Because there's fewer buyers that you're going to be going up against in any given price range. And you're going to look stronger as a buyer. OK, uh, especially if you don't have to sell before you buy. But if you do have to sell and buy at the same time, we do that all of the time. And I want you to think of it like this, right? You're going to be putting down such a large amount, OK, likely a large, large amount on that mortgage where the rates don't really matter. Right. Let's say you're buying a let's say you're, you're looking to downsize. You're looking to, to jump, you know, from your 3,000 square foot home and you want to purchase, say, something around, you know, 1,500 to 2,000 square feet. And you're looking to spend, 
you know, say $450,000. Okay. So put down 250,000 on that. You only have a mortgage of say 200,000. The more you put down, it's likely that your rates are going to go lower. And if your credit is good too, you're probably going to be in the low sevens right now where people are paying towards eight. All right. So just picture this for a second. You take a 30 year mortgage on this and some people are like, yeah, but I don't want to do that. Well, why would you not? Right. Why would you not use OPM other people's money? Okay. To have a smaller payment each and every single month, which is fixed. Okay. Which by the way, you can refi later on, of course, when the rates, if, and when everybody says when I think they'll dip at some point, but if they, or when they dip, but look at this, this $450,000, 2000 square foot home in a nice area is going to cost you about 1360 a month. $1,360 a month. Okay. You add in your insurance, you add in your taxes. Okay. I'm doing all this insurance taxes. Bear with me here a second. And you're looking at, you know, 1800 a month. Okay. So you're at 1800 a month. So for some people it works for some people, it doesn't, there's no such thing as a blanket statement. You have to look at your exact situation. And the example I just gave you is not your example, right? Do you know really how much equity you're sitting on on your home? You may, you may not. I built a website for you. It's easy to use and it'll keep you posted constantly. You may be six months or a year out from actually thinking about selling, um, but check it out. Start there, homevalue401.com. The number is 401.com, homevalue401.com. You can just type in your address, type in your name, your contact info. I'm going to go ahead and get that. I'm going to prepare a fair market value for you. Okay. And then constantly, like I would say, you could set it to monthly or quarterly or annually. You're going to get a report back from me with updated activity in your area, what's selling, what's going on. Um, and I'll keep you posted on that. So again, super important to really look at your own scenario, okay? Because many of my clients right now are going out and they're winning. They're, they're, they're making a ton of money on their home. They're downsizing their costs. They're downsizing their liabilities. They're beating out other buyers right now. And in some cases, they're going in and buying homes with equity already built in, right? I just had some clients purchase a property in East Providence and their home appraised 15,000 over what we, we are purchasing the property for. Okay. So there are, there are several circumstances like that. Okay. Don't believe all the, 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 the negativity, all the, 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 the down stuff, right? That stuff sells commercials. It sells news. It's made to keep you scared. It's made to have you react and do things a certain way. Right. And sometimes I tell my clients, sometimes I tell them, I'm like, look, don't do this. Like, what do you, why are you doing this? Why are you selling this home? This is perfect for you right now. Wait a few years do it then. Okay. If you're just tuning in, I'm Emilio Despirito. This is the Despirito team real estate show. And you know what? I just realized because we record from home, right? And you won't see this on, on radio, but I just gave my girlfriend a kiss and I have, I have some of her lipstick on my face and I'm over here, uh, you know, recording a video. Um, that's pretty funny. So anyways, again, Emilio Despirito uh, with Engel and Volkers here. I'm with you each and every uh, Sunday at 10 a.m. And we're talking real estate. You know, there's a lot to it. Every single day, 
there's something new to learn, right? Because there's a million things that can happen in a real estate transaction. You know, I want to ask you a question. Let me, let me do this. I'm going to do a, a giveaway right now, right? You have to be 21 years of age or older to do this. And I, I think I can do this, right? So you're going to get a, a customized bottle of Engel and Volker's Emilio Despirito wine delivered right to your door from me or my assistant, right? What I want you to do is I want you to text 401-359-2338. And I want you to guess how many steps are in the real estate process when selling a home? How many steps are in the real estate process when selling a home? The one that's the closest to it wins, okay? And I'll give you a shout out on air. Again, 401-359-2338. It's for a bottle of uh, Engel and Volker's private label, really great stuff. Uh, Pinot Grigio. It's delicious, delicious wine. I will have it dropped and you have to be in Rhode Island because look, we're not, we're not, we can't ship this thing out anywhere. We're not flying it out anywhere. Again, 401-359-2338. Guess how many steps in the listing side process that a realtor is going to take for you when selling your home. And the reason why I bring that up, right? The reason why I bring that up is because there's a lot going on and there's going to be a ton that happens during a transaction and there's a ton of variables that happen during a transaction, right? So it's so important to connect with a professional that has the experience to be guiding you through. And this is also, it's not one size fits all for everything in real estate. Again, your needs are going to be completely different than a friend's, than a family member's, than your neighbor's. Your needs are going to be different than some of our other clients, right? You need to do a full-blown needs analysis. And we handle this thing kind of almost like if you have a financial advisor, right? That's how we handle it, right? And that's why we have advisors um, at our brokerage. We're looking at this thing completely differently. We're looking at this as more of a wealth belt building thing for you. Maybe, um, you know, getting rid of some liabilities. You know, there's a lot of people right now with extremely high credit card debt. It is crazy. It's crushing. So what do you do? You know, do you, does it make sense for you to pull a HELOC out and to, to, to take debt and to spend it down on debt? And I mean, just keep you in this debt kind of crunch, or does it make sense to leverage you know, an asset that you have to leverage money wallets there, okay? Take the money that, that's in the market right now, in the real estate market right now, you, aka your equity, you can pay off all the junk. Maybe you rent, maybe you buy, maybe you relocate, you know? But these are all the things that we need to sit down and talk. I'll bring you a coffee. You can come see us at one of our shop locations or, um, you know, or maybe... Maybe you're like, hey, Amelia, you know what? I don't want to work with you, man. I just want to pick your brain. It's all good, guys. It's Rhode Island. Um, <laughs> I hope you want to work with me, right? You're listening to this show. But it's Rhode Island. I've got a full team of, of fantastic advisors that uh, that you could tap into and, and work with. 401-359-2338. I'm looking forward to hearing from you and uh, always excited to be here on the air with you it is uh we're getting into the, the fall season which is a super hot time to sell a home the second hottest time uh in the market here in rhode island and also i want you to keep in mind up to date 
the inventory levels on homes are low, low, low. So you have very low competition, which is uh, also fantastic when you are selling. So a quick recap uh, to how I started this segment, Generation X, right? And our baby boomers right now are doing very well in this market because they're sitting on, and they, they always really have been, but they're sitting on a controlling amount of equity they sell that they sell that home they take the equity and they're able to 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 really knock the competition out pay down the large mortgage numbers have a very small mortgage payment if any mortgage at all so these current numbers these current rates that are scaring other buyers away are keeping you in control of the market and you in control of the wealth of this country fantastic spot to be Good stuff, guys. You've earned it. You've worked for it. And uh, and and I'm excited again to be here with you today. 401-359-2338. I'm Emilio Despirito. This is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show powered by Engel and Volkers. We'll be right back in a couple moments. Hey, thanks for tuning in. I'm Emilio Despirito. And this is your show all about real estate. Now, if you're a consumer, meaning a home buyer, a home seller, a homeowner, or a realtor, even anybody in the real estate business. Uh, this topic is super timely. There's a lot happening in the industry right now, which is some people would say turning the industry upside down. I don't think so. I think it's an exciting time. I think it's a time, um, you know, where people are going to do better. Okay. I think it's fine, uh, but it's a big topic. And I invited Melissa Delena of Delena Law to come on and talk about this. Now, Melissa only does real estate law, right? She handles everything. She handles disputes with properties. She handles uh, new construction. She handles, you know, um, when you're buying or selling. I mean, anything that has to do with real estate law, this girl is, you know, she's the proven leader in our market, right? Located right in East Greenwich, the heart of Rhode Island. She's fantastic. So jot her number down, 401 885 3,800. Okay. You can call her office with any of your real estate legal needs. Okay. Melissa, thanks for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me in that very warm introduction and thank everybody for listening. No, you're very welcome. All right. So what has the, uh, the real estate industry turning upside down right now? Yes. So we are talking about commission. So of course we are not going to be talking any specific numbers. We're talking in generalities. That's the way this has to look mm -hmm. legally speaking. Um, anybody who has been watching real estate for the past several years, there have been some large class action lawsuits against named brokerages from an antitrust perspective that were waged by sellers because sellers who are selling real estate have routinely and customarily on a national level been paying a commission, which is paid to the listing broker. And then the listing broker shares in con contributing a compensation to the buyer's agent or the cooperating broker. So it's typically a contract that the seller is going to compensate the listing broker. The listing broker is then in turn going to offer compensation through the multiple listing service to that buyer's agent broker. This is the way we've been doing it forever. There's no Makes other way sense. that I can remember really doing it on a regular basis. No, no. So as a result of these sellers being upset that they feel as though that they're not able to contract with those buyer's agents and negotiate how much commission they're paying, they feel as though that they're effectively overpaying for this commission structure. You've heard this has been coming for years, right? 
Oh yeah. Since like 2017 or 18. Yeah. A long time. Mm. So the um, matter is going to trial right now, but in order to avoid trial, certain brokerages have started settling. And one brokerage recently made a settlement offer that said, we are no longer going to mandate buyers, agents, or cooperating brokers to be compensated out of the listing agent commission. So that they're effectively saying that they're not paying buyer's agent representation, any commission compensation for the work that they're doing of bringing in a ready, willing, and able buyer and selling the property. Yeah. Uh, Melissa, I just want to just, I, I got to cut in here real quick, just to kind of preface this for our, our, for our listeners. Okay. Now I want you to think for a second, right? You get, and don't take offense to this, Melissa, but you get money hungry attorneys who make money. <laughs> they make money when they sue people. They make money when they settle on these massive lawsuits. Okay. So just, just put this in perspective for a second. You're a seller. You're putting your home on the market. Okay. You want to entice other realtors who are obviously commission only, they get paid after they perform their duties, after they do their service, after they close, you're enticing them to bring buyers in. Okay. I see no problem in leaving that negotiable, but I also see it in my personal opinion as a disservice not to offer buyers agents some sort of compens reasonable compensation to 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 work with you to entice them to to go there um you know i whatever this this is going to boil into a million other things but it's okay i think it's okay um but again it's it's turned into something that it's not right I just, I just wanted the consumers to understand why it was that way and go ahead yeah yeah so well so and rhode island multiple listing service in supporting the brokers who are making this new strategy decision as a result of their settlements has allowed for listing brokerages to no longer offer compensation. Up to this point in Rhode Island, a minimum of $1 compensation had to be offered. Now those listing brokers can offer $0. Mm -hmm. So we're not saying that it's changed drastically, right? $1 is not a lot more than zero, but it is a lot less than sharing in a traditional format of offering due compensation to those buyer's agents. What we used to see regularly was whatever the listing agent was negotiating, you know, years and years and years ago for commission, they were offering some percentage of that. And it was well more than a dollar in the, you know, universal averages of what we saw. So we know that this dollar dialogue has been happening and now Rhode Island has supported, well, you can actually offer zero. So that's where I think that everybody is somewhat overreacting to some degree saying like, whoa, this is really changing. All of a sudden buyer's agents cannot be compensated. That's not the rule. Buyer's agents can still be compensated by the listing broker. And I think to your point, that's a conversation that a listing broker should be having with their seller clients. What do we want to charge Mr. Seller and Mrs. Seller for commission? And how do we want to share in that on MLS for purposes of potentially enticing agents and or buyers? Now, ethically, that's not supposed to be a thing, right? Agents are not supposed to put the percentage commission or compensation structure above their clients' interests or needs. But, you know, I don't know. That's just, there's some competing things happening. I, I would say this. I would say if I was getting ready to sell my home, okay, 
I would be extremely careful of those um, agents, right, that go in, especially the inexperienced part-time or, you know, uh, or, or the discount type of brokerages that come in, they drop the, quote unquote, the commission, the compensation, they drop it to a point where, you know, oh, wow, that sounds great. I'm only paying this. Well, it's still no matter what you do, where you go, you get what you pay for. Be super careful if somebody's coming in and not explaining why they are now half of what the other cost is, because they're leaving out a massive important part of stuff, service. Uh, again, do you as the seller want to compensate the buyer's agents? You know, what's happening there? I can tell you, Melissa, I've actually gotten calls from two different attorneys that I work with that specialize in divorce. Okay. Another one uh, specializes in estate sales, right? And both attorneys had family and they also had a client that, that were both um, concerned about this and both, <laughs> both the family and then also the client going through the divorce, both of them wanted to offer the buyer's agents compensation, and they were nervous about how this new change was going to affect things. So it's kind of funny how the consumers are kind of seeing this. Right. And I mean, there's no doubt, Emilio, right? This is kind of a brave new world where things are different. So it may change eventually. It may not change. I yeah. think that you know, what we have offered as a result of these settlements and MLS agreeing that $0 is acceptable is that everything is negotiable because that's at the end of the day where we are. Buyers agents are now going to have to have conversations with buyers as to compensation structure, just like listing brokers are going to have to have conversations with sellers about how are we offering compensation. Mm -hmm. And I feel like so often in the past, this was just routine. We were, you know, seeing very usual numbers of what people were paying opposed to negotiating those items. And I think that was kind of the point of the lawsuit is that sellers want to make certain that they're not being forced into a number, right? Because they mm -hmm. felt like it was kind of a, a monopoly of what it was going to be. And there's no doubt you are going to get some undercut brokers out there who come forward and say, well, we're going to do this for, you know, X dollars or Y dollars. But like you said, you get what you pay for. So I think as a consumer, you have to very much look at, well, what does this service include at this discounted price? If you're not interested in those things, well, then maybe you do. Maybe that is the right decision for you. Mm-hmm. That's right. And if you're just joining us, this is the Dispirito Team Real Estate Show powered by Delana Law. We've got Melissa Delana here with us today. We're talking about buyer agent compensation and how things are shaking up in the industry and changing. And ultimately, hopefully it only gets better for the industry. Um, Melissa just gave some fantastic points here. And if you're a realtor and you have questions on this, talk with your broker. And also you can contact Melissa. She can explain what's happening on the legal end of this, 401-885-3800. If you're a consumer, uh, somebody who's looking to buy or sell and you need legal representation, um, as you should have when you're buying or selling properties, 401 885-3800. Um, check out Melissa Delena with Delena Law. Melissa, a couple of things are going to happen here, right? And like, let's just let's just call a spade a spade, right? There, no one's working for free, okay? And it's I, not, I wouldn't expect anybody to work for free in any it, industry. No, no, and it's not in a buyer's best interest to go right to the listing agent if they don't know what they're doing, okay? And I got to tell you, you could buy two or three or four homes. 
every deal is different. You might want to have representation. You don't need it. Like, look, I'm a listing agent, right? I sell, I list homes. I sell, yeah, does my team work with buyers? Do I work with buyers? Yes, but we primarily work on listings. We primarily sell. So look, no problem. If people want to come directly to us, that's fine, right? But we don't represent the buyers. We represent the sellers. And when you're a buyer going in and you're negotiating against a seasoned professional with a half a billion in sales, a thousand transactions under his or her belt, who's right. who's going to ultimately win? You know what I mean? Like, so at, at the end of the day, you know, buyers are going to be paying for this service anyways. They're actually paying mm-hmm. for it now, really, because that, right? They're, 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 they're sort more- of built into the price. That's right. Yeah. So it's it's in there. So I I don't really see, and I got to tell you, as a as, as somebody who owns a couple brokerages here in Rhode Island, I don't, Melissa, I don't see that the industry is really going to change too too much. I, I see that a lot of brokerages are still going to offer buyer compensation, mm-hmm. but they're going to be. I think it's just going to be more easily understood by the consumers. And we've always told, I've always told my clients, Melissa, I've always said, hey, listen, you're selling, you can offer agents zero dollars you know they're gonna so you've already you've always discussed this i've been doing that for years right so hey you can offer zero dollars but what's going to happen is they're going to want to negotiate it anyways i i if i was selling i wouldn't you do what you want i've never had any client ever say nah offer zero offer a dollar offer no no i think most people understand the reasonable but the important thing is and what i do agree with this is it's all about education, transparency, and it's mm-hmm. all about letting the consumers decide what's best for them. A hundred percent. I mean, that's what this is opening the door is the negotiation of how this is going to look. But I can't echo enough the importance of education and advocacy. If you as a buyer want to avoid hiring a buyer's agent and paying a buyer's agent commission because you don't think you can afford it. We already know we're in a tough market. Mm -hmm. Prices are high. Interest rates are on the rise. Then you may be in a position where you feel like, well, you need to go to the listing agent direct just to your point, but understand they cannot advocate for you. They are not working for you. They will help facilitate putting the deal together, but you have absolutely no representation if you decide to uh, wave inspections or other contingencies. If you don't understand those legal implications, at the very least, get a lawyer involved early, which traditionally up to this point, Amelia, we know clients don't do. Buyers' mm-hmm. attorneys are typically not added into the equation until the purchase and sales is already negotiated and signed. That will be too late. If you don't have an agent and you don't have an attorney helping you through this process to understand what you're signing, you may find yourself in a position of you know, extreme disappointment later because you're not going to be able to negotiate out of it. Now, I mean, Melissa, this again opens up a whole Pandora's box, right? So can't the listing agent say, hey, there's a transaction fee if you want to use us, right? Okay, boom, now they're charging a buyer fee. Hey, there's a transaction fee. You want to use us to do this? Like it it just, look, at the end of the day, I don't mind changes like this because I think what it does is it it turns into innovation. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately, if it can give the consumer a better experience, lower their costs, okay? Um, again, all within reason, there's not an issue with that. I, I think, and, and that's what makes America great, right? Is that we're competitive, we're innovative, we're always looking, and, and, and if anything, it'll help certain companies that are doing the best at this 
um, you know, either still charge a premium, do what they do, offer a premium service, a better experience for their clients. And people want that sometimes. Mm -hmm. And then other people just want bottom, bottom line, like, you know, what's the cheapest steak you can get? I don't care if it's frozen and I get a bellyache after I want to eat that. Well, that's their call. And, you right. know, so, ultimately yeah. it seems good for the consumer because it gives them information, but to be an educated consumer, you have to know that those options are available. If you're only talking to one source, you're not going to know that everything is not cut rate, bad steak, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's the whole point of, you know, hopefully being able to do this kind of broadcast is to get to the consumer so that they know you should shop those services, figure out what's the best fit for you. Yep, absolutely. And if you have any questions at all, feel free contact Melissa Delena. She's got 20 years experience. Her family, her father started this law firm, what, 40 years ago, 45 years ago? Uh, so it'll be 50. Carmen Delena. I mean, he's a legend. Yeah. We call him the B team though. Now he calls himself <laughs> that, right? Because he says Melissa's the A team, right? Everybody yeah. goes asking for Melissa. But man, I, I love working uh, with with you and uh, and at Delena Law. You guys are fantastic, and um, you know, always on top of the ball. Thanks so much for bringing this this information to us today. It's a tough topic to talk about. I know it, it's just new, and new is uncomfortable. But we're here, and we're ready to help. That's right. That's right. Awesome stuff. Good stuff. Any questions, call Melissa 401-885-3800. Again, this is the Desperado Team Real Estate Show powered by Delana Law. We'll be right back in a couple moments. This segment is brought to you by Matt Bates for Movement Mortgage. NMLS number 844154. Movement Mortgage supports equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 39179. NMLSconsumeraccess.org. Hey, welcome back to the program. I'm Emilio Desperado, and we've got a great guest with us here today, Matt Bates, the original, the one, the only RI Mortgage guy, Matt, with Movement Mortgage. Welcome back. Yeah, uh, glad to be here. Um, hope everybody's doing well and having a good uh, fall start of fall season. That's right. That's right. So uh, we invited Matt on the program today because we wanted to talk about the subject to appraisals, right? Like, what does that mean, right? When you're buying a home and getting a mortgage, um, you know, you need an appraisal, right? You have, almost in all cases, unless they waive it, and that's a whole other thing, maybe we could talk about if we have time. What is a subject to appraisal? Back to you, Matt. Yeah, so uh, you're right. Appraisal is a very important part of the process of purchasing a home or and refinancing. Basically, it's a third party. An appraiser is a licensed third party um, uh, part of the process where they go in and they're the eyes and ears of of the bank, basically, to so go in and make sure that the collateral is worth what what they're what the person's trying to get accomplished, whether it's a purchase or a refinance. Um, the condition is in is in is an appropriate uh, is an appropriate condition. There's not any uh, sound, safe, and secure issues uh, such as like holes in the ceiling where you know the weather can come in with no problem. Mm -hmm. um, you know, th there's uh, it's all structurally sound, and um, again, this health, it's safe, sound, and secure. Are the uh, is the is the actual wording that um, is used in these appraisals, and then um, to make sure that it's a it's an a, an appropriate house as far as like whether it's a a, a trailer manufactured home versus a, a, a 
a winter spot or a log cabin that uh, I'm sorry, a three season house that's on a, like a log cabin somewhere that doesn't have all the requirements of a house that would make it through four seasons of a home. So th these just examples of some of these things that the appraisals accomplish mm -hmm. uh, when it comes down to uh, be able to, to secure financing to be able to buy the house. And some banks are OK with different specialty products and whatnot. Movement Mortgage in general is a residential full house uh, mortgage companies with making sure the toilets run right, the, the the kitchen's there, the showers are good. But we do get into these situations where an appraisal comes back. They can only come back in two different ways, as is or subject to. And um, as is is the, is the, is the goal. It means that, hey, this house is worth what it is. It passes all the requirements of the, of the loan product. Um, and it's worth X amount of dollars as is. Uh, so that's that's the goal, right? Uh, but sometimes the appraisals come back with uh, the the categorized as subject to. And what they say is that this house is going to be worth X amount of dollars subject to you fixing X, Y, and Z on mm -hmm. the house. Um, and and that can throw sometimes a wrench into oh, yeah. the process of purchasing a home, depending on what the x y and z is right um and then the the there comes the negotiations who's going to be responsible for x y x y and z and uh i really it's a team effort that not not just the buyer's real estate agent the buyer's lender are working with the buyer to get this result but then the seller's listing agent gets involved mm -hmm. sellers get involved and we have to really sort out, especially if it's, if it wasn't predicted. Um, sometimes I have customers that know that it's going to come back subject to, and then we put solutions in place ahead of time. So that way, when it does come back subject to, we have already a solution for it. And that's the ideal way to go into a home. So buyers that are out there, when you're shopping and you're seeing uh, will not pass FHA or VA requirements, that generally means um, I can I can I can put a strong bet on the fact that there's something that's going to come back on the appraisal that is subject to, right. and um, it's in my opinion that whoever's listening out there that none of these subject to items that come back are really ever complete roadblocks to be able to close. You just have to now make it part of the process of just like you had to do an appraisal. Now you have to do the fix these subject to items and we can do yeah. those a couple of different ways. So, so Matt, there's just to interject there, cause I know you're getting into the solutions end of it, you know? So we actually have contractors and programs in place where if somebody is looking to sell a home that they can have these contractors go in and fix those areas of the house up. And then they get paid at closing. Now you can imagine that these services come with a premium right people aren't going to just shell their money out and wait and not get paid extra i mean it's going to cost you more so if you're a homeowner you got substantial equity in you don't want to sell the house to a cash buyer as is you do have that option to go ahead and work with another company like that that can go and say fix, fix that bum septic system fix the dead heating system repaint if there's peeling paint or you know whatever it may be you had some yeah. other so, options and, too yeah similar to that like uh you know especially being on the on, on this radio show we, we you know alone let alone with all the other networking groups that we're a part of 
we've got a whole uh, Rolodex of of these great people that can come right. in and, and handle roofing issues, window issues, construction issues, electricity, um, you know, home inspector that can go and flag, you know, give a list of a pre-listing home inspection so they can list out some of these things that might sort of show up later that we still have to deal with one way or another. Um, what, what the two options that we have on our table, well, actually we have three really, uh, is one, get them fixed before the closing. So they're not an issue. The yeah. second one is doing what they call an escrow holdback, which is not a hundred percent guaranteed as a, as a, as a reliable solution because it's case by case basis. So depending on how big the scope of work is, if it's something small or a couple of small things, then um, it's more than likely we're going to be able to do an escrow holdback where, you, like you said, we get our contractors to uh, list out itemized labor material, the cost of cure to fix whatever that subject to item is. And then we bring that money to the closing in addition to all the other funds. And we hold back that money to be released once the items are refixed after closing. So that's a great, easy solution. We try to go to that one first. And then the third one is that sometimes if the scope of work is too big and they just cannot do an escrow holdback, we have in place renovation loans, which are your standard 203K, home style renovation, VA renovation loans, where we can take that that customer and, and actually do a full reno loan where we incorporate the funds necessary to be able to escrow the house. And now we're getting into a bigger project. Um, but again, no subject to appraisal has stopped me from closing. It's just something that you have to deal with. And mm -hmm. um, I want to let everybody know that, know that out there because inventory is small and not, they're not all perfect houses. So you, you know, if you ever run into this situation where you're trying to buy a house and it comes back subject to, and you're like, all right, I don't think I can close. You should give, make sure you're giving the right people a call because you can definitely get that deal done. Absolutely. Great stuff. Hey, if you're looking to uh, buy a property or if you're selling and buying at the same time, one of the most important pieces of that equation is connecting with the right mortgage lender, right? You want to make sure to connect with a realtor to understand what equity you have, what equitable position you have, where you should be spending your money, how much you should be spending. The financial advice also comes from a great lender as well. The rimortgageguy.com. Jot that down. Remember it. The or uh, the rimortgageguy.com. That's Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. He's a seasoned pro, licensed in Connecticut, Florida, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, and Rhode Island, and can connect you to a Movement Mortgage advisor anywhere around the country as well too. Uh, what a great resource to have. Matt, great information. I don't think we've covered this subject before. Thanks so much for coming on with us each and every month and providing us with some great uh, information. You got it, man. I appreciate being here. I'm looking forward to the next time. Always nice seeing you, brother. And hey, real quick, I wanted to give you and uh, Mark Almeida with Movement Mortgage a nice shout out for coming into Engel and Volkers. Thanks so much, Matt. TheRIMortgageGuy.com. Go ahead and check them out. TheRIMortgageGuy.com, 401-266-4416. You can connect right with Matt that way. This is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show powered by Matt Bates at Movement Mortgage. 
All right. On the line with us, we've got Jennifer Jaber with riblogger.com. Jen's here with us each and every week sharing the top events that are happening here in Rhode Island. Jen, thanks for coming on the show. What's happening out there? Thanks for having me. Um, Friday, October 13th to the 31st are the Wicked Weeks in Wickford, um, the Harbor Light events. There will be two full weeks of haunted happenings. Um, it kicks off with Friday the 13th, their Harbor Lights. Um, it also includes a witch's paddle, a sip and stroll, a witch's parade, a scarecrow contest, um, a spooky walking tour, a horribles parade, and new this year is the October Vets German Beer Garden. So definitely um, you're going to want to get yourself there. There's two solid weeks, so there's plenty of time, and all the details are on the event listing. The Bowen's Wharf Seafood 2023 Festival takes place October 14th and 15th in Newport, obviously at Bowen's Wharf. Um, the festival has been named one of the 10 must-go-to fabulous fall festivals um, by Coastal Magazine. The day features, the days I should say, features the harvest of the sea, including local seafood food in a variety of ways, such as fish tacos, lobster rolls, calamari, stuffies, chowder, clams, oysters, you know, basically anything you can think of. We can top it off with live music, cold beer, beer, and family fun. And there's also something for those who don't like seafood as well as the kids. There's Dell, Donuts, Kettle Corn, and other food vendors as well. Nice. Um, this is a great event. I love the town of Chapachet Village. I should say the village. Um, but Saturday, October 14th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the Gloucester Scarecrow Festival in Chapachet Village. Um, scarecrows will migrate into the Blackstone Valley. There'll be a petting zoo, pony rides, pumpkin painting, um, and the creative scarecrows, which will, they'll actually be up for the whole month of October, but on the 14th, there'll be the activity all around it. Sweet. The Slater Park Haunted Tunnels Fright Nights um, in the park is open Fridays and Saturday nights through October 28th. It's a fundraiser. It's only $10 per person. Um, due to the scary content, the tunnel is for kids 12 and above. There's a family-friendly pumpkin patch for the younger ones. Um, so you can come and support the Daggett Farm and enjoy the scary haunted event. And last but not least um, is the Haunted Labyrinth celebrating its 39th season. The Haunted Labyrinth is a volunteer-run major fundraiser for the Rejoice in Hope Youth Center. And this year's theme is Nightmares Retold, so you can step into a house where the creators of a famed haunted house designer dwell. Um, in his absence, the monsters and props will be coming to life. Um, it's open 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Friday, Saturday, and Sundays, and then uh, also October 30th and 31st. So it's obviously a great cause to support. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, I've been to a couple of those each year. They do a really nice job over there. Very nice job. Good stuff. And, you know, make sure to check out riblogger.com because there's new events that are hitting each and every single day. Jennifer, thanks for jumping on with us today. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. We'll see you later, Jennifer. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. Awesome. Great show today. I'd like to thank you, our listeners. I'd also like to thank Jennifer Jaber with riblogger.com, Melissa Delena with Delena Law, uh, Matt Bates of Movement Mortgage, Bill and Ethan over at the station for uh, for uh, making this show uh, sound the way it is, I guess, making me sound as good as they can over there. So God bless you guys. And thank you so much again to our listeners. Again, don't forget homevalue401.com. You can plug that in, find out your home value report, or you can go ahead and text me 
any real estate questions, 401-359-2338. I'm Emilio Desperto. This is the Desperto Team Real Estate Show powered by Engel and Volkers. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much. God bless.